Hello, and welcome back. In the last session, we started listing the content options that you can employ to bring your messages to life. And I hope that the action learning inspired some new ways to get your point across. In the next two sessions, we will be looking at some of your other content choices. And while they take different forms, what they all share is the same aim, and that is to promote retention, understanding, and emotional impact. You'll find that many TED Talks and chapters of self-help books begin with a story. I started the last session with the story of Winston Churchill facing Britain's darkest hour. Stories are great content, or at least the good ones are. The capacity of Homo sapiens to organise their knowledge and their imagination and their strategies into stories has been our winning advantage as a species. The historian Yuval Noah Harari presents a compelling explanation of the rise of Homo sapiens in his book Sapiens. His TED talk is in the reference material. I certainly recommend you read his book. In terms of your communication practice and this level of your coup method, telling stories should be one of the, the principal tools to bring messages to life. Not because we say so, but because this is how you infiltrate the brains of your target audience and install content that continues to deliver your messages long after the presentation or the conversation has ended. Think of the stories told to you decades ago, perhaps by a parent, a teacher or a coach, that have stayed with you. Think of all the information, the news, the movies, the learning that you've been exposed to since then, and yet these stories remain inside you and their messages continue to have impact. Stories encapsulate and deliver messages. They're like, they're like extended metaphors. Aesop, the slave and storyteller who lived in ancient Greece, gave us fables. The town mouse and the country mouse. The fox and the crane. The greedy dog. Each story delivers a message in the form of a moral. Chinese culture has a rich history of proverbs that have stories behind them. Stories that deliver a message about how to live well. The old man of the frontier. The fox who took the tiger's power. Old horses know the way. Jesus told parables. Abe Lincoln could spin a terrific yarn. Ellen DeGeneres, great storyteller. Novels, theatre, TV dramas and movies take the art to an extraordinary height and there is no reason why you should not access the power of telling stories in your context. True stories provide evidence that what you assert to be true should be believed. Personal anecdotes, while they may not necessarily be good evidence, are compelling. Good stories are great content for all the reasons that metaphors and images are. They're memorable, they can be visual, emotional, most of all, they help people to understand cause and effect. The simpler storytelling structure shows how situation, character and action lead to a result. And as people seem fond of acronyms to remember structures, and I really want you to remember this one, here's the acronym. STAR. Situation, thinking, action and result. This is the situation, this is what the characters thought or felt about the situation, this is the action that they took, and this was the result. The fact that the star structure is used in interview technique tells you that, there are, that these are the things that people want to know about. Not just the individual elements of the story, but how they relate to one another. 
How does one element lead to the next? And what can we learn from it? What does it tell us about the nature of reality? The laws of cause and effect. So, the greedy dog who was carrying a bone in his mouth happened to see his reflection at the edge of the lake. He thought that if he took the bone from that dog in the lake, he'd have two bones. He snarled at his reflection and lunged for the reflection of his bone and in doing so, dropped his real bone into the lake, losing it forever. What do we learn? The message is that by chasing illusory rewards, you risk losing what you already possess. Now, here's a story on a, on a whole different scale. Um, this story I read in Ashley Vance's unauthorized biography of Elon Musk about the beginning of the SpaceX startup. And um, yeah, it stayed with me. See, in the early days, Musk and his management team traveled to Russia to buy rocket propulsion engines. The people they spoke to were particularly unhelpful, patronizing and insulting. Musk was angry, but not discouraged. He thought it was possible, preferable, for his company to build their own rockets, cutting the cost of manufacture and engineering them to be reusable. Musk believed in himself. He set to work, he invested heavily in R&D, not just other people's money, his own. He built a team of true believers, and despite setbacks and challenges, Musk and his team, his incredible, committed, believing team, persisted. The result was that in 2008, SpaceX launched the first privately funded, fuel-powered rocket to reach orbit. Before that, only nation states with massive resources could achieve this. SpaceX is now a major contractor to NASA and I think other space agencies, uh, and they have their eyes set on Mars. So what can we learn from that? With brilliance, courage, audacity, persistence, and a team of committed, capable people, amazing things can be achieved. And also, possibly, don't underestimate Elon Musk. Stories of personal experience, it could be yours or it could be someone that you know, we call them anecdotes, okay? So good anecdotes work because they're relatable. The audience has a relationship with a character in the story. It's either you or they have a relationship through you. The trouble with anecdotes is that they can wander or they may seem unnecessarily indulgent. What keeps them on track is the star structure. So look, my tertiary education was in the performing arts. I trained as an actor and found myself writing, directing and producing theatre. When my wife Annie, also an actor, writer and director, when Annie and I were expecting our second child, I was deeply concerned that our relationship and the future of our baby could be undermined by the fickle nature of the acting profession. I took a job in sales for a media production company that involved solving organizational problems with corporate videos and websites. This brought me into intimate contact with organizations with significant technical and commercial competence, but very little insight into, into the practicalities of interpersonal communication and collaboration. So that's one cycle through the star structure. That, that result in intimate contact with corporates now forms the situation for the next cycle, okay? Many of the organizations I was working with were impaired by 
unhelpful drama due to a lack of competence in areas in which Annie and I were expert. I thought that Annie and I could make a serious contribution here. I quit my job and we started the business. We taught communication and collaboration skills. We performed theatre at conferences, which led to us producing our own media. And then to put all of those modalities to work to achieve significant organisational development impact, we included consulting in the mix. The result is that after 20 years of experience in the field, we have created a unique organisational development consultancy and a new professional role, the corporate dramatist. And we are still married and that second child, our daughter, is currently doing honours in chemistry as part of a science law degree. Okay, so the elements at work in that story. Being personal, I hope it's relatable. You know, we, we, we may share the same concerns about needing to provide for a family or making a contribution. But there was also something different, applying the disciplines of drama to organisational performance. There was, there was risk, there was action, and you might notice that in the result part, I answered a question posed in the first situation part about my concerns for my relationship and the future of our daughter. We're still married and she's doing very well. So, story structures vary depending on the medium. For personal communication, I think that this one is a good one to master. So, that's the focus of your action learning. Select one of the messages from the list you compiled in a previous action learning exercise, a message that you want to deliver, and use the star structure to compose a story that delivers that message. See you in the next session. Bye for now.